Hey, how's it going? This is Wes. I'm the lead pastor of the Hub Vineyard Church. I'm so glad that you have decided to listen to this message today. I hope it encourages you. I hope that you feel feel empowered by it, and I hope that it blesses your life. Um, if you have any questions or if you want to learn more about the church, I encourage you to go to thehubvineyard.com or you can email me, wes.thehubvineyard at gmail.com. Hope you have a great week. (laughs) Hi, Christy. Welcome. Nick says, hi, Joe. Oh my goodness. Okay. I'm just going to give it like, I'm going to give it like one more minute to let everybody else get on. Anybody do any projects yesterday? Anybody do anything uh, exciting? At least outdoor projects and stuff like that. That'd be helpful. I think we, uh, we burned stuff like two or three days ago. Um, we burned a lot of junk we've had laying around the yard and stuff like that. And so, and Anna collected like two bucketfuls of, of poop from the dogs from the winter. It's just disgusting. We're gonna build, I think we're, and then Anna's doing like some really cool design to build a, uh, like a pin for them. Um, window wonderland that's very true little pin for them made out of old windows tiffany's prayer please severe earache been not crying all night oh man yeah we'll definitely definitely be praying for that jeremy wall tile is finished that's awesome um you should send us some pictures jeremy like we should at least be able to live vicariously through your guys's home projects i bet you that's nice i'd like to see that um please post a picture of that later that'd be good because you've talked about it for forever and stuff like that. And so it'll be good to, uh, to be able to see. But yeah, Dallas, we will, uh, we will pray over, um, over Tiffany and stuff like that. Absolutely. I'm going to let everybody else get on and then we'll just, we'll, we'll go ahead and we'll do that before we get started. <clears throat> Anybody else, any other fun projects you got done? I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like, well, hopefully I don't run out of projects, but me and Anna started a couple. And uh, <laughs> we see Andy and get literally Anna said, will Hammy need to make a debut again today? Yes, you'll be able to see Hammy again. Um, Anna's got him, I'm pretty sure, got him on the, uh, on the couch uh, with her to keep him quiet. That way he's not winking during the whole message, because he would. Ooh, okay, Jeremy, I'll post some after the grout goes in. Okay, I got you. I know you'd, you'd want it, you don't want no, you don't want to show anybody like a, a half done project. You want to show them the full, the full thing there. I got you. Oh, okay. Um, so we got a couple announcements and stuff like that. Um, bird feeders. Ooh, Pam, Clint Jepkum is on here. Holy crap. Um, we painted bird feeders yesterday. Oh, that's nice. There you go. What kind of bird feeders? Like, like bird feeders that you, like, that you built? Little wooden bird feeders or something? Or you spray paint them? Attempted to paint some, this is Elise, sorry, I'm trying to say names for Deb and stuff like that, that way she can hear. Attempted to paint some trim in one of the bathrooms and kind of overdid it. Now I hurt. (laughs) So sorry, Elise. (laughs) You and paint, I hate painting. Elise, good good for you, you can do that detailed work. I cannot stand painting things. I don't mind spray painting things, but I definitely don't want, uh, I definitely don't enjoy brushing, brush paint things. Hey, Kim, morning. Yeah, that's what uh, Laura had said, Clint, that uh, they gave you a free 
free AT&T card thing. That's awesome. Um, I mean, at least now you guys have internet for a while. <laughs> hey, can I ask what kind of, who's like, what are some, what are some favorite shows you've been watching? So Anna and I, um, I convinced Anna to watch Picard with me, the Star Trek Picard show with me on Friday or Thursday. Um, and so we watched all of that, really enjoyed that. And now we're watching um, all of the next generation, Star Trek the Next Generation movies um, in order. And so uh, Anna's amazing because she likes Star Trek now, but that's, it works. Any other good shows? Any other good movies you've been watching? Anna's trying to get me, Anna's trying to convince me to watch that like weird Netflix show about the Tiger, Tiger King or whatever the heck it is. I've seen tons of memes about it. I, I do not want to watch it because it looks weird. Um, but I have a feeling I'm about to lose that battle. The Tiger King on Netflix. Yep, that's the one. Tiger King, people. Is it, is it good? Is it good or is it bad? And you just are like awestruck with it. Is it actually good? Lots of documentaries. Yeah, I, I think documentaries and stuff like that are a great time. I watch those a lot though too. So um, uh, Star Trek has been good. No shows, getting some books read. Well, gosh dang, Adam, don't you make us feel terrible. Reading some books. That's really good. I need to read some books. I've been, I've been listening to audiobooks for the past like six, seven months. And so um, I just, I, I have a hard time actually reading. We, me and Anna have been reading Harry Potter. I'm going through, we're on the second book now at night. We read it before we go to bed. Um, it is a train wreck you can't look away from. <laughs> Hello? Hello, Wes. Hey. I got, you on, I got you on Joe's phone. We can hear it better. Oh, okay. Okay, I'll mute this one too then, okay? Okay. Okay. There we go. That way Deb and Joe can listen. She watched Star Trek for you, the fair is fair. <laughs> That's true. I just don't know if I can handle watching the train wreck. Uh, you know. <laughs> That's my That's why I don't want to watch it. <laughs> Seems like it should take place in Arkansas. <laughs> That's really, that's probably the reason I don't want to see it. It's going to give me flashbacks. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm probably, we're going to end up watching it probably today. So, I mean, Anna, Anna's already mentioned it once. So, it's in her brain to watch it. And all of you people have posted about it. And so, uh, I've seen a lot of the memes about how Netflix created the corona coronavirus just so people would watch that stupid show. Um, and if that's true, it's working. So kudos for you, Netflix, for um, for pushing that, pushing that forward. <laughs> oh man! For, I will plug for those of you who have not seen Star Trek: Picard. Really good. Ben and Ron, I know you love it to death, but the others, you know, if anyone else hasn't seen it, it's really good. Okay, so <clears throat> a couple announcements and stuff like that. Okay, so we have um, uh, we're gonna do another prayer night on this Wednesday, this upcoming Wednesday. Uh, we're going to do a prayer night uh, at 6.30 again. We did one last week where it's a Zoom call and you just call in. Um, <clears throat> it's my allergies, I promise. It's nothing else. It's just, <clears throat> so I'm drinking tea because my throat is all sinusy. Um, but <clears throat> the drainage and stuff. Another prayer night on Wednesday at 6.30. Um, it, hey, what's up, Ron? Welcome. Um, so we're going to figure out uh, exactly how to do the Zoom thing. It's just, it's just a learning 
curve. You just have to figure out, um, you know, you can call in and I'll post the link and I'll post the number. You can call in on your phone and kind of listen to everybody and kind of interact that way. Or you can watch on your, um, on your smartphone or you can uh, 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 do it on your laptop and stuff like that. So it's pretty simple. Uh, we had about eight or nine people join us last time. Um, so there's no reason. It's, I know it's a little bit of a learning curve, but um, we'll get through some of those uh, hiccups and keep going. But yeah, we're going to do another prayer night on Wednesday. So I encourage you guys to be part of that. Just time where we get to, yes, we're still using Zoom, Ron. Um, and so we're just going to keep getting used to it and uh, utilizing that for the time being. Um, so 6.30, I'll, set, I'll, I'll create an event on the Hub Group, and then you guys can see that. Um, also, we've had uh, at least three or four people now be invited into the Hub Group to uh, join us for these, these Facebook Live messages, to join us for our other stuff that we post. Um, I encourage you guys just to keep doing that. Um, we're having some really cool stories of people who just who need church this time. They don't know, you know, they haven't been to church in a while, or they um, are kind of like figuring out their faith and stuff like that. Um, this creates a really great opportunity we can um, we can invite them into something that's not super intimidating. They can just kind of sit on the sidelines and watch us interact and kind of see who we are. And then when we open up again, people will be able to much more uh, willing to show up to church and be a part of what we're doing. So keep inviting people, especially as we get close to Easter. Um, I do not know what Easter will look like for um, for this. Um, we don't know if the travel ban will be lifted by then. Well, the way it's looking, who knows? Um, it could be, it could not be. Um, I think it just depends on how bad everything is. Plus, too, we got to take in consideration protecting our church family, protecting our kids and stuff like that. And so, we, you know, we're going to just monitor it closely. Um, but right now, um, you know, kind of act maybe as if we're not just in case. And so, um, you know, be, be inviting people into this group just for that. Um, that way they can kind of get to know about what's going to happen on Easter and what's going to um, kind of keep updated on stuff, be a part of prayer nights if they want to. Hi, Laura. Um, hi, Lisa. Um, Ooh, I can wave to you guys. I just now saw that. I'm gonna wave. I'm gonna wave. All the rest of you that joined earlier, I didn't wave at you. So sorry, but I waved at everybody else. I just saw. Um, also, uh, you know, because our group and stuff like that, it's a good place just to have a constant drip of um, of encouragement and stuff like that. I post my podcast there um, once a day through Monday through Friday. I do it on the weekends. Um, some of you guys listen to that. Some of you don't. I encourage you guys just to take a listen and kind of see what it's about and see if it's something that you could send to somebody or if something, if it would be a blessing to somebody. Um, it's encouraging. It's just short. It's just going over the verse of the day. It's just a way to kind of help people like refocus their minds on what Jesus is doing and give them little bite-sized things to kind of hold on to. Um, so I know some of you guys listen to that and you enjoy it and stuff. So I encourage you to share that with others. And, and, and if you don't want to share the link directly with them, just share the group um, with them. And it's literally just when you go to your Facebook group app, you can, uh, go to our group and then go to, uh, invite and you can send out a message or send a link, whatever like that and invite them in. Um, and so super simple. And so, uh, I encourage you guys to listen to the podcast and stuff like that. Just be, it gives us a way to, uh, <laughs> podcast is raw. That's right. Dallas. That's not Tiffany speaking, by the way, that's Dallas. Um, I think everybody knows that, but just for those of you who don't um, listen to podcasts and stuff like that. Um, not sure. And then prayer night and stuff like that. Not sure when we're going to get back to the space and the prayer night. So I think that's all the ones I had. I'm going to pray and, uh, we're going to kind of get, um, do you, okay. That's a good question. Hold on. It's a good question. Christy, um, you do not have to have a uh, Spotify to hear it. You can look it up on, uh, Apple podcasts. You just go to the verse of the day and you'll see, it'll say have my little picture there with verse of the day with pastor West, or you can uh, look it up on the Google play store. Um, if you click, the link that I post every day, it'll give you different options. If you scroll through there, it'll give you different options of where to listen 
to it at. And then you can just subscribe when you find it on Google Play or um, Apple Podcasts and stuff like that. That way it'll automatically drop in there and then you don't have to keep looking at my link. You can just go to your podcast app and, uh, and do it from there. Okay, um, I'm gonna pray. We're gonna kind of get into this. Um, you guys know like this is, church is different. We don't get a lot of time to chat like we used to do. Um, and so I'm, I'm looking forward to that again soon. But for now, like these messages and stuff like that, for those that you haven't joined us before, like um, this is going to be, it's going to be kind of a short message. Um, I try to get as much interaction from you guys with each other and stuff like that as we're going through this, because I want you to be able to, um, to talk and say hi and to um, just let each other know that you're doing well and stuff. I think it's important. That's one of the big things about church. That's why we gather together is to learn. It's actually to benefit each other's life. And so um, you know, I know, uh, this is hard, but it's the best that we have right now. Um, and so, uh, I encourage you guys just to like, look through who's on here and stuff like that. Reach out after this and say, Hey, how's it going? How's life? Like have a virtual coffee, uh, coffee meeting or something like that. Um, I know some of you have done that where you just use, you can use Facebook messenger or use a uh, zoom or use anything and just say hi to each other, give each other phone calls and stuff like that. And uh, just see how each other are doing and stuff. So, um, but I'm gonna pray and we're gonna get going. So Jesus right now. Holy Spirit, come. Lord, uh, there's so much going on in the world today. And uh, God, we just want to take this moment to come before you, to learn, to grow together, and to ask you, Holy Spirit, to um, change our lives, to change the atmosphere that's going on. We pray right now over our country, God. We pray over the world, Lord, that... Um, that as things um, seem to be getting darker for some, God, that the church would stand up and become a brighter light. Or that we would, um, we would love more in this time, we would give more in this time, we would push in more to you in this time, God. You've given us a ministry of reconciliation, Lord. And show us how to reconcile those who were lost to you, Father, in this time. And reconcile our hearts, God. If there's anything going on in our own hearts right now, if anything, anything happening in our personal lives, God, that needs to be reconciled to you in this moment, we just willingly give that right now. And Holy Spirit, you come and search, search our hearts, heal up any broken places, and help us to love deeper than ever before in this next season, Jesus. We love you. We cast out all fear in Jesus' name. Amen. It's really funny because after I pray, I'm used, I'm used to you guys saying amen after, um, and I don't get to hear that. So Adem might have said it, but I can't hear her because I have her muted. <laughs> okay, um, so um, we are in Matthew 17, verses 1 through 8. Matthew 17, verses 1 through 8. Next week is Palm Sunday. Wow, isn't that crazy? Next week is Palm Sunday. We're going to try to figure out something to do. Um, I got some ideas going around, stuff like that, but I'm going to talk to our directional team and stuff like that, see if we can come up with an idea. Because um, we want it to be special and a kind of a celebration, um, you know, as we go forward. But um, <clears throat> Matthew 17, I'm going to read verses 1 through 8, okay? It says, and after six days, Jesus took with him Peter and James and John, his brother, and led them up a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them, and his face shone like the sun, and his clothes became white as light. And behold, there appeared to them Moses and Elijah talking with them. Okay, I'm going to stop right there. Something I think is really fascinating about, about this moment. So Jesus has led his three disciples, uh, Peter, James, and John, <clears throat> 
up this mountain and stuff like that to actually reveal his true self, to reveal his truest form, right? Not just the, not just the Christ that is walking near us, but actually the Christ that is um, eternal and like his, his reveal his heavenly body. Okay, really, um, a really vulnerable, a really amazing moment to be a part of. What I think is fascinating is that, was that um, he took three disciples, okay? And then um, Elijah, Moses, and, uh, ooh, who's the last one? Who's the other one? Elijah, Moses, and, I forgot it. Who was it? There appeared to them Moses. Oh, and Jesus. Sorry, Jesus was the third one. That was really confusing me. Um, but talking about and God and the Father actually was there too. Um, but it's actually it's really interesting that the three. So the when three people are witnessing something, that was how the in the Old Testament and stuff like that they determined if something was a fact. If something happened and you had three witnesses, um, it would automatically be assumed that 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 event actually happened. It was real. So what God was actually doing was saying was authenticating Himself, was authenticating Jesus on earth and in heaven, right? Jesus was saying, hey, I had three men from earth see me transfigured. They know who I really am. It's fact. Then Jesus also transfigures in front of three, so the Father, Moses, and Elijah, um, that represent heaven, saying, hey, Jesus is who he says he is. This is fact. And so Jesus was literally establishing through old Jewish law covenant, um, saying, hey, I am who I said I am. Really, really awesome stuff. Um, uh, and talking with them. And Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it is good that we are here. If you wish, I will make it, I will make three tents here, one for you and one for Moses and one for Elijah. He was still speaking when behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them and a voice from the cloud said, this is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell on their faces and were terrified. But Jesus came and touched them, saying, Rise and have no fear. And when they lifted up their eyes, they saw no one but Jesus only. First thing I want to I want to point out um, in this is the fact of the of the transfiguration. It's really interesting because the transfiguration of Jesus um, you know, which literally, you know, in that original Greek and stuff like that means to be transformed. It means to be, uh, means to be changed from one thing into something else, right? Something else completely different. Um, this verse, though, that, that same word that's used here for tra uh, the transfiguration, when it says he was transformed, is actually the same word that it, we find in Romans, where it says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Um, this, like, transformation thing is, is 100% part of what it is to, meet, to be a Christian, what it means to follow Jesus. Um, we are not just following someone so that we can listen to their rules and hopefully keep enough rules that when we die, uh, we get to spend eternity with him or get a reward. Um, that is not how Christianity works. We actually are, um, like, when we, when we accept Jesus, we said, Jesus, I want to follow you. He says, we make, I make you into a new creation. He actually transforms us. He doesn't, just, he doesn't just leave us in our current state saying, hey, you just need to follow all my rules. Stay exactly how you are, but don't sin, and then you can be with me. He says, no, what you are right now is broken. How you, how you are in this moment, it needs to be transformed in what you are supposed to be, what you are meant to be. And so transformation is 100% a part of the Christian life. And so um, I think, you know, understanding that, that transformation and renewing of your mind and being transformed is, is a part, I want you guys to hold on to that um, 
as we as we kind of move through because I want to I want to look after after understanding how important transformation is I want to look at um, how the disciples uh, dealt with uh, dealt with seeing and 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 experiencing the miracle they were experiencing right so 17 uh, this is when the, the cloud comes over right so Peter had just said hey it's good we're here let's make a let's make some um, like a place a worship place an altar is kind of what they're saying when they're saying a covering and stuff like that let's play, make a place of worship an important place for for you Elijah and Moses let's do that because this is good and then a bright cloud comes over, which is representing the Father, right? We see this also in um, when Jesus is baptized and a voice booms from heaven, right? Saying, this is my son with whom I'm well pleased. Um, and so uh, that the cloud, the bright cloud comes and, and they hear the voice and all of a sudden the disciples are completely terrified. They put their faces to the ground because they're scared, right? And what happens when they, when they look up? Everyone's gone. Right? Besides Jesus, and he's not transfigured anymore. He's back in his normal, he's back in his normal state. I think there's a really nice lesson in there to understand that when we take our eyes off of God and we allow fear to take to take precedence, when we allow fear to take over and we when we like look away from him, we miss the miracles. Right? We miss the we miss the the miracles that God is doing. We miss the amazing things because we gave way to fear. We see this very same thing in Peter, um, just actually literally like uh, a few chapters away. It is uh, when Jesus is walking on the water, it's Matthew 14. Jesus is out walking on the water and they think, oh my gosh, there's a ghost out here. The disciples are in a boat and um, there's a ghost uh, walking on the water and it turns out it's Jesus and they're scared and stuff like that. And Peter goes, Jesus, if this is actually you, call me out. And so... Um, this, uh, it's, I'll start in verse 28, Matthew 14, 28. It says, and Peter answered him. This is, this is Peter talking to Jesus who's out in the water. Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, come. Jesus said, come. So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came to Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. So as long as Peter was focused on Jesus, he was able to walk on the water. He was actually able to experience the miracle that was unfolding before him, right? The issue comes when Peter turns away and he looks at the waves. He sees the, the scary things going on around him, and he actually begins to sink. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and took hold of him, saying to him, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. And those in the boat worshiped him, saying, truly, you are the son of God. They understood that Jesus was um, who he said he was. The, the thing I really want to hang in on this is that fear has this really sneaky way of stealing our experiences with God. It has this way of stealing the very thing, like the very miracles that we're in the middle of experiencing. It, it totally sucks it all away, right? The disciples and stuff, they were literally, they were in the presence of the father of a transfigured complete like heavenly being jesus moses who represented like you know the the law that them as jews and stuff like that were given and stuff like that represented their whole jewish heritage and elijah one of the most like like highly esteemed prophets like in the old testament like they were in awe 
And they, I guarantee you, they could have stayed in that place longer. They could have asked questions. They could have done so much more. Because I do believe Jesus didn't just bring them up to witness. He actually brought them up so they could be a part of. Um, they could have done so much more. But the problem is they looked down in fear. They let fear give way. And the heavenly, like the heavenly sight ended. It just vanished away. And Jesus took them down. Jesus didn't scold them and stuff like that and say, hey, you know, dumb you. Like, what's wrong with you and stuff like that. Um, he just went about his business. But the same thing happened with Peter. Peter was experiencing walking on water. That's not something that just happens. Like, you know, like, unless you're like Chris Angel or something, which I don't know what that, that guy's like a demon or something. I don't know. He's crazy. Um, but, you know, like, like, you don't just walk on water. And so Peter is, is in the middle of this miracle and turns for a second and notices, oh, this is scary. Like, what am I going to do? And instantly starts to sink. The miracle starts to cease. It starts to end. Um, and Jesus does the exact same thing again. He doesn't scold. Um, I, I think sometimes we think that Jesus, like when, when he says some of the things he says, like he's like making fun. This is not, um, this, the way this context is said is not like, hey, like, you know, what is wrong with you, you idiot? Um, no, it's more of like he's trying to help them understand, hey, don't give in to fear because when you give in to fear, you miss my blessing. When you give in to fear, you miss the miracles that are in front of you. Because Jesus told Peter when he was starting to sink, he says, oh, you have little faith. Why did you doubt? Why did you doubt me? Why did you give in to fear? You could have walked, ran around circles around me. You could have, we could have like walked across the sea together. Who knows what would have been available for Peter to do. Jesus could have said, okay, me and Peter, we're going to walk to the other side. You guys just keep going and we'll be good. You know what I mean? He could have had this whole moment of just alone time of walking on the water with Peter. I'm walking along the water with Jesus but he missed it because he gave in to fear. And so the question I want us to kind of think about stuff like that is like, what, what fear are we giving into and what is it stealing from us? What encounters, what miracles, what um, amazing stuff from the father are we missing out because we're giving into fear? And I encourage you guys, there's something that actually just popped up. If, if, there, if there's something coming to your mind right now, would you, um, would you type it out? Um, and Deb, I'll ask you, after when, when I'll unmute you guys here a little bit. Um, but is there, is there something like you, like a fear that you just want to, um, that you want to say out loud um, and say, hey, this is what's gripping me. I think this is stealing some of the miracles that I, I should be seeing with the Father. Is there something that just comes to mind? If there's not, that's fine. Um, I'm going to give you guys just a little bit to, uh, to answer that. But is there something that's coming directly to mind? Like, yeah, this, it's this thing. This thing is stealing um, amazing moments with God from me, from my life. It does not have to be about coronavirus. You understand like fear. I think we've been on a theme of fear. Um, that's just because it's being highlighted. Um, we, we deal with fear regardless if there's coronavirus or not. Right. Um, you know, when things are good, we can be scared. When things are bad, we can be really scared. So anything, anything from anybody, any, like, it doesn't have to be a long thing. Just yell it out. Cause I think it empowers you. Um, does not have to, don't type out a whole paragraph. We have to sit here and read, just say, Hey, it's this. I'm struggling with fear of this. Singing. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. Is that actually you, Tiffany, or is that Dallas? We'll get Dallas singing too. But singing, yeah. Yeah. So Tiffany, I'm, not, I'm sorry, Tiffany. I just know your story, so I'm going to have to share it a little bit. Tiffany um, actually got a scholarship for um, her voice in college, um, and anxiety has completely uh, stripped um, the body of Christ from being able to to be able to benefit from her voice um, and, and singing out worship songs to the Lord because um, fear has just taken over. 
And so right now we'll just pray over, um, pray over that fear. Tiffany, we're also still going to pray for you for, uh, for your um, earache and stuff like that. I'm so sorry. I totally forgot, but we're so, we're going to pray. Um, we're going to pray over. Mine is definitely Corona right now. Yeah. Um, so health anxiety, like you feel like it, like health anxiety, um, Elise, or is it just over Corona? Like just the fear of the unknown with it all. Um, I think there's a rational fear of the virus for those who still have to work. I agree. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, and there's a difference between rational fear, and two. I, I think it's, um, I think it's important. Um, it's not that Jesus in both of these things. I don't think even in rise until the vision. Yeah, I did. In either one of these scenarios, Jesus actually did not rebuke for being afraid. Jesus actually does not rebuke that that I'm aware of. That I could be wrong on this. Okay, I'm speaking out of what I feel is correct. Um, Jesus does not rebuke shame on you for being scared. He actually doesn't say that. Jesus, in this part, he says, don't be afraid. It's okay. As soon as like he recognized that Peter, James, and John were like laying down face, face down, he said, hey, don't be afraid. It's okay. Like I'm here. And even in the, um, even in when, when Peter was walking on the water and stuff like that, he did not, uh, he did not rebuke Peter for being afraid. He rebuked Peter for, um, for having a little faith, for saying, don't you trust me more than your fear? And I think that's where like the, the thing we get, there's, there's nothing wrong with being afraid. Being afraid is a natural emotion, stuff like that. It's, the issue isn't being afraid. The issue is giving into the fear. The issue is saying, hey, um, I trust my fear more than I trust what God's calling me to, right? Um, so that's really good. Uh, is this, okay, this is good. Uh, I rap, that's funny. Uh, mentally focusing too much draining due to virus. Yeah, so, I mean, is that a fear, Nick? You feel like you're, like you're just like, you're just crunching things in your head over and over and over and over and it's just draining you um, because you're thinking about all of it so much? And is this Tiffany or Dallas? Unfortunately, I have a fear of living on our own. Yeah, like, I mean, I guess you don't have to, you don't have to say which one it is, but that can be a real fear. Like, that's like a feeling of unknown and stuff like that. It kind of living out of the security of what you guys have currently. Absolutely. This is good. This is healthy. Um, I think, you know, and, and just call because what happens when we call out our fears and stuff like that, guys, is other people's, other people have, um, they have an understanding of what's going on with it too. And we can actually help pray for each other in that. And, and knowing that these are some of the fears that others are dealing with, we can help calm each other and say, Hey, you know what? I know you're afraid, but it's going to be okay. Cause God, God, God's got this. And, and thankfully I'm not uh, Oh, awesome. Guys. Oh, that's awesome. Guys. I'm so glad you like you're able to say that stuff. Um, I think, you know, us being able to hold each other and, and carry each other's burdens and stuff like that is exactly how we make it through this type of stuff. That's exactly, not even just like this coronavirus stuff. This is how we make it through life, right? We make it through life by being vulnerable with each other and saying, hey, this is what I'm struggling with. Can you help me? Because remember what we've talked about this all the time, right? We carry keys for each other. We carry each other's breakthrough. Um, if, if most of the time, if I'm scared of something, um, and even, I even see it in my, in my relationship with my wife and stuff like that. Like if I'm scared of something, Anna's not scared of that thing in that moment. So she's actually helped me. She's able to help me walk through it and rationalize the fear and go, okay, that fear's fine. I'm okay if that, um, if that fear is, is there. Um, and so uh, I'll, I'll be, I'm, I'm good with that. I'm, but I'm going to choose God in this because obviously this fear isn't overtaking everyone. It's just overtaking me and I've given it too much access. Um, and so I think it's, I think it's helpful. Uh, what does what that say, Nick? Uh, no, paying attention for hours on end is taking more mental focus and I'm drained by the end. Don't have much for anything else. Um, okay, yeah, so, well, I mean, you know, 
um, whatever's going on with that. Um, you know, some of you guys are dealing with anxiety and stuff. Um, you'll notice that if you're, if you're dealing with anxiety, your brain will go 90 miles an hour thinking about through things or trying to strategize or trying to go through this stuff. Um, you just need to recognize that for what it is. And it's just anxiety um, and just being okay with it. Um, and it'll help your brain kind of calm down in that um, just so you're aware. But yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, I think, you know, so fear is a way of stealing our experience of God. And so I think just being, um, just being understanding of that. And also too, the last thing I really want to touch in on, on this. Uh, yeah, no, that's true. That's really good. I appreciate you being vulnerable on this. It says, even though living condition here aren't ideal, having to be on our own from losing our house before scares me. Nope. I totally get that. I totally understand. And it, there's no reason that I'm, I can't say that just because like if you choose to give that to God that it's not going to scare you because faith isn't the lack of fear faith is like choosing him in the midst of it um and so it's it, it's going to take some courage and stuff like that to to kind of push through that I totally get that but the last thing I want to share on the uh on the transform thing because I told you guys to hold on to it um be transformed your mind like this whole transfiguration thing like we because we look at like okay like jesus like transformed into his heavenly body before then like all all at once in an instant and then we see um in romans you know be transformed by the renewing of your mind um i think the biggest thing god was kind of talking to me about this is the fact that this is not a one-time event um our lives and stuff like that are not totally fixed repaired like everything's hunky-dory all at once it doesn't happen at salvation um, and just life just doesn't work that way. And so this transformation thing, we are actually called to be transformed continuously over and over and over and over and over. Okay. So what I, what I want you to understand is, is that you have not arrived yet in your life, um, regardless of your age, regardless of what's going on and stuff like that. You have not arrived. You are growing continuously, which means you're alive, which means that the Holy Spirit's working in you. Right. And so I want to encourage you guys and stuff like that. Be looking, especially in these types of seasons, be looking for the miracles that are going on around you and choosing to say, Lord, I want to be transformed by this. I don't want to give in to fear to this. I don't want to miss out on what's happening in front of me because I want this, I want this moment to be a, uh, to be a transforming experience for me. I want to look back on this 10 years from now and go, yeah, that's where things changed right? He is continually transforming us. We, we are given a living Holy Spirit, not just something that makes us perfect um, all at once. It's something he's perfecting our hearts. He's perfecting our souls over and over and over. Every single day, every choice we make, we get the chance to be completely transformed by him. Um, and so through this stuff, guys, I'm encouraging you guys to just be transformed. Say, God, I need you to transform my heart. God, this is what I'm dealing with. I want you, Jesus. I want you. Yeah, ooh, that's really good. Whatever is good, whatever is pure, whatever is holy, think on these things, and the God of peace shall guard your hearts and minds. That's exactly right. Do you know why? Do you know why he says to focus in on those things? Because they actually transform us. Because it's in that moment we're being transformed from giving in to fear to giving in to his spirit, giving in to his hope, right? And it's just as easy. I want you to understand, it's just as easy to give in to hope as it is to give in to fear. We're just more, um, we're just more inclined to give in to fear because that's our natural disposition. Okay, so we're gonna have to fight that thing a little bit and say, no, I'm gonna give in to hope on this thing. I'm gonna give in to hope. Hope is gonna win, not fear. Okay, um, Deb, I'm gonna I'm gonna unmute you. Um, okay, if there's anyone uh, that needs prayer for anything specific, um, we're gonna pray over uh, over Tiffany's ear. 
Um, but is there anyone else that needs healing, specifically healing? And it can be emotional healing, it can be physical healing. Um, is there anything that's going on? I'm going to give you guys a couple of minutes because there is a lag um, on, the, uh, on the live here. And you don't have to give out, you don't have to like, I know it's hard to type all this stuff out. You can literally just say a word like ear, knee, um, back, arm, um, shoulder, uh, not shoulder, elbow. I got right elbow. I just actually, I feel like I got a word like someone's having issues with their right elbow. If that's you, can you speak up? I would pray for the the i guess you would call it selfish people that are hoarding food and keeping it away from others that really need it mm. that's good yeah we can definitely be praying over that yeah praying over their hearts so right now yeah. deb, for those of you guys that didn't hear um deb just said praying over people that are they're 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 just they're coming out of a place of fear um and they're hoarding a lot of food and different stuff like that and so just praying over their hearts that um fear would be calm to know that their father will take care of them they don't have to um they don't have to hoard everything from everybody else yeah in jesus name um jeff pray for my wife she has intense headaches okay yeah right now lord we're praying over sue i'm praying over headaches asking headaches to be gone right now in jesus name all headaches be gone. I encourage you guys, just uh, just extend your hand out towards, you can send it to your phone or extend it out towards the air or whatever like that, just as a way of saying, hey, we're partnering with this. But Holy Spirit, we ask you right now to bring healing over um, over headaches. So there's two people with head stuff going on. We have um, uh, Tiffany that's, that's dealing with severe earache and... Um, uh, and uh, Sue, who is dealing with intense headaches, right now in Jesus' name, we're asking for those to be completely healed. All pain be gone right now in Jesus' name. Ear be made, um, not loose, but uh, any, anything that, any pressure, any pressure, relieve pressure right now in Jesus' name in the ear. Relieve pressure on Sue. And any, anything going on with um, migraines and stuff like that, God, we just ask you to completely heal right now in Jesus' name. For Ron, Lord, for Ron, who's dealing with, uh, uh, looks like stomach stuff, um, severe stomach, upset stomach and stuff like that. God, right now we're asking for calmness over his stomach, peace in his stomach in Jesus name. All discomfort be gone. Anything that's being caused by anxiety, we cast you out right now in the name of Jesus. And any, everyone, Lord, that has, has mentioned that they need prayer over just um, just the, even the fears that's been holding them back, Lord, right now we just um, we lift those up to you. God, we, um, I ask that you, Holy Spirit, you expose those fears for what they are. Expose their, um, expose. Once again, thank you so much for listening to this message. If you want to find out more, like I said before, you can get on thehubvineyard.com or you can find us on Facebook, The Hub Vineyard Church, and see what we're up to. I pray that um, that you come and visit us sometime or if you if you need community that you'd come and be a part of what we're doing. But also, if, you know, if you're already part of a church or if you're just on some journey, I just pray blessings over you. I pray for your life. I pray that you find the love that I know you're looking for. And I pray that you find the Father who loves you so much. 
Have a good week, guys.